Hello, friends and fellow adventurers. Welcome to the MinMax Podcast. We want to thank you for joining us and you do so as we continue Blood Lords. As always, we'd like to invite you to come join our Discord where you can hang out with us and other listeners of the show. And if you'd like to throw a little financial support our way, you can check out our Patreon. And a shout out to all of those at our Lich level and above. Rock Jedi, Wolf, Bottom of Slump, Thunder Mammoth, The Trevor Project, Das Chris, FizzGig, AC Goldner, Eric R, Oak just gonna stick right past you there. Indie Link, Tawdry Monster, Mercutio, Angel Shadow Art, Sirendin, The Necromancer Forever, Doc Holiday, Corey, Robert T, Jason K, Dicky Lopez, Bobson, Dugnet, Ricky Rope Bridge, Alex K, Doma El Laca, Frank L, Just Mike Works, Ross D, Argoon's Long Lost Elbow, Fig Deer, Zach S, Jimmy H, Mr. Turtle, Sleeve, Darren, Caleb W, Pickle, Mr. Grimm, Fire Down, M54, Ewas, Jameson S, Eric R, Plus Two Vorpal Seven of Whacking, I'm Not a Robot, George F, Leo Hart, Hard Hard Har, Witch Hunter, Jeremy D, Matthew M, Scott E, Progeny of Kuchu Lane, Liz Giggles, Calistria Specialty, Brandon K, Grigus Maximus, and Andrew G. Shout out to new patrons this week at the quick level, Jordan HB. At the dead level, Daniel P. And at the lich level, Eben Flames. Thank you all so much for your support. And now a recap of session 33. We've defeated the hag, Sani, Bride of the Sea, but we're still underwater exploring the temple she resided in. We find some whites who give us some exposition. Nepenthe, the wife of the vampire Tobias Highridge, seems to have risen as some kind of undead, then fucked off. We gather up some stuff and finally return to dry land. From there, we make our way back to our inn. Lucan doesn't bother getting dressed and walks naked through the town like he owns the place. We spend the day leveling up and resting. We go meet with Tobias and inform him of both Sonny's and Nepenthe's fates. He gives us his necklace and hurries off to go searching for his wayward wife. We also go meet with Gishkar, who is happy to get the info we have. He gives us some gold and reputation with the Exporters Guild. We decide we need to next head to Pak Ged. We look for ship transport along the coast and up the river. We away to Pak Ged to find a hag named Decrosia. Along the voyage, Lucan slowly torments and eventually feeds on one of the seamen named Kristoff just to pass the time. Arius is a pile of bones. Shara does some Urgothoan shit and, like, diseases the quick crew members? Fucking whatever. Kix does some crafting, and we reach the port that was our destination. Alright. Here's the thing about Pegkhead. If you look on the map, you'll notice that where basically where the uh, the river is to where Pagged or Pagged is, you got about another thirty miles that you got to travel. So that's about two day hike. You guys laughed when I had a horse, but guess who's laughing now? <laughs> <laughs> are we traveling solely at night, or what are we doing? That's going to be my question. Team. I mean, I don't see why we wouldn't. That's what we've been doing. We travel at night. That's what we do. All right. All right. Travel at night and during the day, since I don't have my coffin, I'll just meld. I would actually like a perception check for day one of this two-day travel. The two-day hike. Night one, you mean? Sorry, night one. Night one. Okay. Just to, just being clear. Yeah. No, you're right. You're right. And I just want to reiterate, every morning I'm casting Summoner's Precaution. Got it. Every evening. Yeah, every yeah, there, thank, <laughs> thank, there you go. <laughs> uh, I get a twenty-two. 
Shara is so happy to be on on her horse. Finally, she is not paying attention to anything. And rolls a natural <laughs> one. <laughs> Kicks actually rolled that secret. Hell yeah! All right. All right. Is it good? <laughs> is it spooky? Yep. It is super spooky. Yeah. So on your first uh, night of travel, you're coming down out of uh, some hilly terrain. I mentioned this earlier, but you're getting close to Alkenstar. The trail here is not well-worn or well-used at all. We've discussed this before. You need light at night, like uh, some sort of illumination. Ooh, I have dark vision now. Arius has low-light vision. Or Arius is low-light? All right. Same with kicks. I think Shira, too. I do not have any special vision. At all. At all. So that means it's just you, Loken. Just me now with dark vision. All right. Um, I will hand off my trusty old violet lantern to whoever needs it. Aw. Oh, the violet uh, ever-burning. Yeah, the violet ever-burning lantern. I'll cast light like a mouse. It was a lantern, not a torch, right? Like, I know it has, like, it was basically an ever-burning torch, but I thought it was a lantern. I could be wrong. Maybe it was a torch. As you're traveling, you get a few hours into travel, you've got the torches out, you're, you know, moving. Arius isn't exactly a quiet traveler with the breastplate the and the clattering bones, but y- you don't tend to be quiet travelers anyways. That's really why Gerdrug needed to go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we can't travel quietly anyway. Can't travel quietly anyway. Can't happen. Uh, can't have nice Lucan, things. just off of the trail ahead of you, a few hours into your travel, you hear a voice whispered, Shh, be quiet, be quiet. <clears throat> My fellow sinners, I do believe I hear a voice coming from ahead. They whispered to be quiet. Um, hello, voice, we hear you. Silent for a moment, and then one of the bushes quivers up ahead. But nothing comes out. Yes, yes, you, sh- you should be afraid. We're very dangerous. Why don't you come on out and let's have a chat? As soon as you said, we're very dangerous, you hear the sound of a small child. <laughs> Begin to cry and sob. Shh, quiet, shh, quiet, no child. Oh, I see. And then a man steps out onto the trail. Yes, hello. Who are you? Why are you here? Where? We're just trying to get away. From? From, from Baghdad. And why? We're not welcome there anymore. Um, okay, why? More details, please? We're living. We're living. We're not welcome. Okay, I make a, I make a fucking society check. Is there something David doesn't know about Baghdad? that quick aren't welcome there, I get a 22. Uh, that's actually not necessarily something that you know about Ged. In fact, okay. as far as you know, Ged. well, I mean, it's a, you know, a deteriorating uh, industrial town, but both the quick and the dead worked in Ged. Yeah, I'm assuming it's just like any other town. Mm-hmm. Well, fill me in, if you would, please. What's going on in Ged? Why are you no longer welcome there? And I'll make a diplomacy check. I'll actually be nice. You you say anymore. Does that mean 
that something has changed recently. Yeah, yes. Yes, something's changed recently. And I'll attempt to aid. I get a 30 natural 20 Ooh, to aid. You should have taken it. <laughs> well, I'll take that aid. Was that give me a plus two? Plus are you? A, are two. you? A, you're an expert. So does oh, that increase to plus three? I believe that increases it to plus three when you crit. No, I think it's a plus two on expert, plus three on master, plus four. You're the legendary. aid person. What am I doing? Sorry. Is it trained? It's just a plus one. Yeah, yeah, you have to crit to get it to that if you're unless you're master. Okay, so it's only a master gets a plus three. The expert doesn't get extra. Yeah. Okay. Expert does not get any bonus. So it's just so yeah, plus two. Oh, uh, my. Okay, so twenty-two. Total. Yeah, plus two circuits. If you're a master, you get plus oh, three. If you're a master, you get plus yeah, four. Nice. Yep. Okay. All right. So yeah, twenty-two to diplomatize these scared people. Um. Well, I'm just a, a steel worker. I don't know much, but. People started dying in Pekgen. And, uh, well, when they died, they rose again. I mean, that part's not weird. The weird part is, is that, well, they didn't, like, eat us or, or anything like that. They just shunned us. They refused us. And where are you heading to now? Away. How many quick are left there? Yeah, how many quick are left there? As far as I know, the quick are all dead. We, we've been hiding, but I don't know. I'm not an expert in anything. As soon as Shroud died, I just had to leave. Who's Shroud? Oh, he's with uh, the guild. Which guild? Oh, export. Exported. Shroud of the Exporters Guild. A quick, I take it? Was. Was. And you're saying all these quick who die come back as a strange type of undead you're not familiar with, but they don't try to eat you. Well, I mean, honestly, I didn't want to give them a chance. This scary. Sure, sure. When did this start happening? A few months ago, but a few months it all ago. really came to a head. Well... We've been having problems with poisoning and disease. It's not unheard of in an industrial town. They kind of just dump some of the waste into the water. Alright, what kind of poisoning and disease? I don't know that. People just started dying. And did it, it seem to come from the food supply or the water supply? Or maybe... It, that's what I think now. Only because we didn't notice it coming from the water, the food. Not until... Well, not until the water did the... Started to smell funny. And it was then that, well... Everyone I know died. Okay, what did it smell like? I don't know. Like acid. But it was faint. Uh, do I still have brain grit and tremor paste on me? I don't actually. Samples of them? I know that the, the one time that you had the packet of tremor paste, uh, we gave it to Berline. Berline took it, but I don't know if you actually. Yeah. You had the opportunity to get tremor paste in Sallowshore. I'm just going to take notes for now. So I don't. Um, I think. Look, I think in a, look we're, we're on our way to Pat Ged. Oh? For certain business, and I 
beginning to have a suspicion that what you're describing is going to be related to that business. Do you know of any hags in the area? Hags? Um, uh, well, specifically Decrosia. Um, simple... You say the word Decrosia, and he stops. Yes, yes, I know she's big and scary. I promise we're scarier. That's... That's the that's the boss lady. Boss of, of what? The Exporters Guild? No, that was Shade, or whatever. Shroud. 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 Of the town, then? What? Come on, speak up, quickly. Yeah, the town, the mill, the factories, everything. She don't let no one leave. That's why we had to sneak out. And can you describe these undead? Are they all... They all look similar, or... Um, well, it's sort of like green and sickly, like a, like a ghoul who's a few decades old, you know? That, that tone, skin tone color, except for the, like, leak, green, sticky, mucusy stuff. I don't know, I don't get close enough, but the hands get really long and sharp and pointy. And the, the the liquid really comes out of the fingertips mostly. But they can just drip it. It's gross. But I didn't see many of them. We left as soon as we could. I want to kill him. You want to kill these people, Kix? Yeah. Why? So gross. Not these people. The oh, things you're talking oh, okay, about. Okay, I was gonna say. Uh, sure, so I was gonna... meant the people that we were talking to. I was like, wait, yeah. what? I'm sick of them talking. Murder. God, they're so boring. Kill them. Blow Sorry, up. Sorry, must mind. be the other guy talking. Your name, sir, and do not lie. My my name. Okay, Ed. Ed what? Surname. Um, just Ed. Boring. If you can make it over the river, head towards Greydurge. You'll be safe there. It is under the control of Blood Lord Aldoli. She is a quick, a necromancer. She is predisposed to want to see that the quick of Geb, as per law, are protected. Oh, thank you. Make it to Greydurge. That is where I suggest going. Oh, thank you. That is a significant travel. I'm not certain if there's anywhere closer. I have no food to give you, I'm afraid. I don't eat. We'll do our best. Twas a good thing you did here, sir. Thank you. When we return to Great Dodge, I'll come calling for you to make sure you are all right. Of course. Um, I don't have anything to give them to help them. Oh, you owe oh, oh, you our lives. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, you know, I might have some food here. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Do you give them some diseased rations? <laughs> no, I won't. I thought about it though. That is a great idea. No, I don't need to kill every single quick I come across. Yes, yes we not do. To kill them all. Aris approves. Why do we still have kicks in the party? I can't wait till I'm a lich so I can kill all you guys. Just kidding. I didn't say that out loud. <laughs> I give them the wondrous figurine smoke, the onyx dog. And I say, yeah, I think this can perhaps help you. I want you to, to return it to our goon 
at the Theater of Sin when you reach Great Edge. How do I use it? It's a two-activate command. You have to interact. Oh. Rub its bum bum. <laughs> It'll work, I promise. Just say, here's smoke. Okay. No, you activate the statue by placing it on solid ground and then speaking its name. Oh, yeah, smoke. Causing it to transform to a living creature. How often can they do it? Uh, it lasts forever until it's slain, at w in which case it takes uh, a week to be able to cast it again. It turns back into the statue. It summons a guard dog. Huh. Well, once you know. Someone might as well get some use out of it. Yeah, we're not going to. So <laughs> perhaps the guard dog smoke can help them on their trip. Thank you. Thank you, says. Ma'am. Yes, now. Run along, Ed. Take care of your family as best you can. Let's go, darling. Sobs running. Shambling through the forest. And they disappear into the night. They're gonna die. At least they'll be think they're safe. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I'm super. Yeah, I, maybe, maybe I, you know, no, no judgment. You know, nothing, nothing's happened yet. But no, they they continue south as you head north to to Pagged. That was awfully kind of you, Lucan. I guess I'm just sitting very satisfied with my torment and feeding on good old Kristoff. Has me in a good mood. Did you feed on a diseased man? No, I fed on him before stupid Shara disease. <laughs> stupid Shara! No, the real answer is Lucan has a soft spot for people who are in love. But I don't tell you that! Ooh. That's was, the first day gone was by. Kristoff in love? What? I don't know, he was there with his family. Oh, it meant Ed. Oh, Ed. The love of family oh, got him to get okay. killed. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah Ed, Ed. I thought you were like... You picked Christoph first. I was like, what? no, no, fuck Chris. No, Christoph, I just picked him because he's cute. That guy. <laughs> I was getting I was confused. Okay. Yeah, so, no. Ed, uh, Ed okay. and his family. Which you assume probably correctly that they are in love because they risked everything to escape Pekged together and et cetera, et cetera. There's a story there. I'm bringing fucking, I'm fucking bringing Ed back. At some point, as a zombie, I'm making a fucking note right now. No. Bring he gets all Dude, the way to fucking. If, if he survives getting degraded, he's gonna be like level three at least. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? He's gonna end up coming back because one of you fuckers is gonna die coming up, and somebody needs to play a character, and it just turns out to be Ed. <laughs> it's gonna be Ed. <laughs> oh, what kind of character is Ed gonna be? <laughs> he's gonna be a Renfield. Tyler, Tyler got my hopes up that we we're gonna kill something, and then we didn't. So let's move on. Sorry about that. Uh, that, was, that was largely my fault. I was going to say, I was super surprised you all let that family pass. Well, I mean, it wouldn't have been a fight if we... I mean, that no, been a, it wouldn't have been a fight. It would have been a how you want to devour these folks. It's like, wouldn't have even <laughs> been worth killing them. All right, yeah, we continue on. All right, then. Sorry, I'm just making all of my Ed notes. For now, so, uh, Ed from Pat Ged. Okay, that's Ed from Pat Ged. Pat Ged. Pat Ged. Ed. Pat Ged. Ed. All right. Um, the next evening, uh, evening number two, as you travel, you begin to see pillars of dark gray and black smoke that rise from Pat Ged. You did say it was an industrial city. 
a nest of towering brick smokestacks, most of which, actually, emit no smoke at all. But some do rise from this rust-colored factory town. Before you get to town, do you do anything in preparation, or are you just walking in? Mm. Yeah, I don't think there's anything I feel like I really need to do. We can just walk in. Is there a river nearby or anything that we can see or that we know of? I mean, we could test the water or something, but... A slow-moving river winds its way through town. Are you going to test the water or are you going to poison the water? <laughs> <laughs> no, these guys are all undead. They're already diseased and stuff. They're fine. They're your people? <laughs> Our people. <laughs> Hey, don't clump me in with you. <laughs> Ed mentioned the water supply. We could test it. Do you think they drink from the river, though? I think that'd be pretty diluted at this point. Maybe look for its source. A well or whatever. Continue to get closer, right? And you're not stopping on the outskirts of town or anything like that from the sounds of it? Not planning <laughs> to. Alright, so as you get closer here, you can see, yes, there is that slow-moving river that winds its way through town. It's water, a rainbow of nauseating, unnatural hues. Oh, never mind. I guess it is pretty concentrated. (laughs) On one side of the river, several huge factory buildings still stand, weathered by time and age. Beyond them sprawls a cemetery, with its many gravestones standing over empty holes. Low ramshackle homes crowd the other side of the river, connected to the factory side by three bridges, one of which has collapsed, and the other that appears to be patched with iron girders and a lot of luck. <laughs> Is that what it says? Yeah. Iron girders I, I, love, I love this description. That's good. That's very good. Automatons lumber through the streets you can see as you get closer, pulling wagons and performing other manual labor. The people of Pagked are all undead. They're largely human in their features, but with a greenish tint to their skin. Motherfuckers. What the fuck happened here? And I'm going to share a picture of just one of the guys walking down the street. Why not? Yeah, they're going to be gross. Oh, okay. Yeah. So big and green and slimy and oozy. Yep, that sounds about right. This guy, the slime that's coming out of his fingers, this guy looks like Mario. I know. You know, I. (laughs) (laughs) Better Mario than Chris Pratt. (laughs) Oh, my God. So are these people just wandering around? They're not like hostile or anything? They're going... So the people that you see are going about their business. I swear to God, this has something to do with the fucking Trevor Price and Brain Grit. I'm sure. It's, this, this, fucking, this is where the two have been combined and actually are like... This fucking Decrosia is <laughs> figured out some fucking... There's probably some magical third thing that has to be done, and then it kills people and turns them into these weird fucking workers. Weird zombie things. Yeah, I mean, they are kind of, like I said, they're they're going around, going about their business. I mean, right now, uh, it's the evening, and we're not necessarily talking about zombies that are... Yeah, we're not talking about zombies with light weaknesses or anything like that, even. Uh, most of the work that they do around is the day. 
So when you're approaching, it's going to be, you know, before sunrise, just before sunrise as you approach. And that would be right around the time that people would be on their way to the factory for work. Okay. Uh, If it's sunrise, I meld. It's kind of up to you on what you guys would like to do at this point. Tell me, how do you approach this situation? Nothing's, like, happening. I mean, if, if we can walk into town, like, and they don't, like, attack us or anything, I think we would go up to try to talk to one, see if they would respond. Like, just, as one, I mean, as we walk close, do they even look at us, or do they just kind of, like, kind of like that mindless just walking in, like, a straight line to wherever they're going? Gotcha, gotcha. So you're, are you making the decision to kind of go into town and try to talk to somebody then? Yeah. Okay, so so you make your way into town then, and you get, you know, the early risers that are on their way in, and uh, there's a group of, let's say, uh, three of these uh, undead humanoids headed on their way, the random automaton walking in, around in the background, just uh, starting to haul things to raw materials to the factory for the day. And when you stop one of them, what do you want? So, to clarify, the automatons are something different. Than these things, than yes. These things. Okay. Looks like you got a warm one with you. Two warm ones? Nah, I think she's not. No, she looks... I don't know. Touch the quick and die. Oh, ho, ho, ho. the bushes got words to say. Do you hear that, Frank? Yeah, I heard that, Frank. The bushes got words to say. Unfortunately, the bush is not as good at intimidation as Lucan. Oh, but I rolled on that one. Eh? Sure is. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. Yeah. All right. All right. Hold on. We back down. Who are you? What do you want? I'm gonna start just like mentally probing people. Well, we were coming to town to visit Decrosia. One of them like brings a claw up, and it starts dripping poison. What do you have to say about the boss? say about her. Just said we're just here to see her. Nobody sees the boss. Nobody walks in with a warm body and just sees the boss. (laughs) And they start (laughs) laughing back and forth to each other. Well, I guess I've learned something today. How do we get to see the boss? Learn this. Nobody gets to see the boss and spits on the floor at your feet. Hey! Hey, hey, you... Come over here! Get over here! Come in! Come in! Check these guys out! And another group of four people are walking by, and three turns into seven. Look at these guys walking around with a. Who's got the warm body? Oh yeah, I see that right there. Who wants to eat him? I find your hands quite interesting. All right, I cast guidance on myself, <laughs> and then Just in case. no, and then. Whoever keeps saying warm body needs a reflex save. Okay, okay. Well, that's right, we could initiate. Going this way. Okay. They have no idea what I'm doing, by the way. it's only The only thing I've done is visual. Uh, they get a 27. God damn it. That's fine. He takes. He still takes damage, and he doesn't know why. Because my cyburst is completely psychic. Uh, oh, okay, you're just going to... You're just gonna smack people for saying warm body. Yeah, <laughs> Every time somebody says warm body, just <laughs> 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 
fucking it's only gonna be a few turns because I can only do it when I'm psyched. Like, like, but... like, why do I keep getting a headache every time I say warm body? Ow! Can you believe this? Look at the look at the balls on this one. Yeah, I see him. I see him. Hey, hey, you Which come one? over here. One's a bush, one's a woman, and one's a skeleton. And the other one. I guess they're talking about kicks. Yeah, they're talking about the worm. They're talking about kicks. I'd like to know how they know I'm doing anything. I I find the dripping green very interesting. Where is that coming from? Another three show up. Seven turns into ten. And now there's like three, the first three that you were talking to, and then the other seven are kind of back, like talking to each other. There's this low murmur going around, and they're just saying judgmental shit about you guys. Just in like that, that dull roar under breath. And the ones up front of the three of them, one's kind of like doing the claw thing with the dripping poison, the one that's been talking, and then the guy that's, you know, pulling more people over. I do a DC level check. Yeah, I'd like a lore zombie <laughs> check on them to see if I know how powerful these things are. A recall I can knowledge? determine anything about them. Yeah. Go ahead and do just that. Actually, I don't know if zombie works. Hold on. Oh, lame. You know what? I'll give you the lore check, but it won't be a very easy check. It'll just be an easy check. That's too bad. But go also, ahead and give it. Yeah, I only get a 14. Hey, the, the lore zombie won't do it. Uh, religion would work here, or occult. I'll give you. There you go. 27 on religion. Cher has got this on lockdown. Almost a critical success, but just a success. I'll use a assurance on it and get a 24. So then you both succeed. As a reaction. A fr- sorry, a free action. Because of automatic knowledge. Oh, nice. Arius, these undead are new and unfangled. Arius hasn't given a fuck for a while now. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> Um, you both succeed, so you each get two pieces of information. But before we get into the pieces that you want, let me give you general information about these creatures. They are unknown, or uncommon, I should say, undead. They're called Viralax. Viralax are generally undead that are raised by mass poisoning that continue to go about the settled routines of life. They do pose an eerie scene on their own as they continue moving, but when they are provoked, they can start ganging up or mobbing up on people that they disagree with. They are intelligent, and they retain the memory that they have from life, but their agonizing death by poison transformed them into bitter mockeries of their former selves. Interesting. I feel like there's a message being sent there somehow. Somebody, somebody made it. Somebody made a deeper message with this monster. Yeah, I know, right? They're cynical. They have they have an ironic sense of humor. Uh, they delight in poisoning the good spirits and reputations of those around them. Wow, that makes sense for their attitudes then. Dealing uh, physiological blows that mirror the venom in their bodies. <laughs> so yeah. All right. Well, I'm not interested in slaughtering them right now, particularly while I don't have Lucan. Uh, so maybe we just continue on and go find a place to stay? Four pieces of information with what you got. Oh, sorry. So two pieces from Lucan, two pieces... Or, sorry, two pieces from Shara, two pieces from Kix. What do you want to know? I mean, 
Are these just like modified? Like, do them, does it make them stronger? Like, whatever is going on. Like, did so I, like I know of this poison type people, zombie, or I just know of this zombie. You know of this type of undead. They're not terribly common, but they occur when mass poisonings happen in populations. Uh, you know the instances of them that exist. If you want like a mechanical piece of info, I just want like are these just like common folk essentially? These aren't like yeah, how easy are they to kill? Oh, oh, I, that. I, I, each, I guess I'm asking a, like a character DC without asking each, a character Each one DC. of these ten creatures that are here, and even in the time that you've been here, you can see more making their way to your area because they're like, what's going on over there? They're all third-level creatures. So, in the general information, you kind of mentioned that they can get worked up. Is there any way to get them to settle back down? They have an ability called Mob Mentality. And as long as the Virilac Villager and their allies aren't outnumbered by enemies, they are all immune to fear effects. So not only do they, like, have this, like... When they're together, they're sort of fearless in their, you know, brashness and, and what they're doing. But calming them down is going to be near impossible. Yeah, them ganging up on us would be a problem. Yeah. Uh, we'll just ask for a weakness for later on. Yeah, or for when we end up fighting one. <laughs> no weaknesses. All right. One more. I'd say lowest save, but I really only do one, so it doesn't matter which one I know. <laughs> I don't do magic stuff, so that doesn't matter. Really fucking matter. Um, Pass. Yeah, I'll <laughs> go with the immunities. Immunities, uh, some obvious... Uh, Big one being, is it poison? <laughs> immune to mental. <sighs> yeah, so not immune to mental. They're immune to disease, death effects, poison, paralyzed, unconscious and they have negative healing. So they are not immune to mental traits. So, you have the information, and 10 has turned into 15. What do you do? We should be moving on. Moving on? What about the warm body with you? Yeah, what about the warm body with them? Ow! What's my head hurt for? (laughs) (laughs) I was going to say, I'll keep doing it. (laughs) Yes, yes, the warm body, we... We can't kill him due to Geb's rules, otherwise we would. Geb's rules? And they all, like, <laughs> They're gonna be like, oh, we'll gladly take care of him. We don't care about Geb's rules. Geb's not the boss. He very much is. Tell him to come over here and tell us that. Have him show up. Have him show up. <laughs> <laughs> But until that happens, this ain't his town. This is the boss's town. And you don't belong here. Yeah. Yeah. Pitchfork goes up. Get out of town. Yeah, we're going to be fighting these guys. Oh, well, I suppose maybe we can leave town. <laughs> Let's just leave town. We can leave town for a bit. Get out of here. Specifically since we're going to go need to pack up some food and water for fucking kicks because he's not going to be able to eat anything here. Alright. So Alright, we'll leave. We'll leave. You get ran out of town by Yeah, if they give us the option, we'll certainly get the hell out of there. <laughs> and now is the start of our fun little game. Interrog no infiltration. Yep. We're going into infiltration for infiltrating the town of Pegkhead in order to 
find, capture, and, well, probably kill Decrozia. That's the goal. But essentially, we have to kind of boil it down into smaller steps. First things first, in the infiltration, you get the preparations stage, which there are several activities that you can use in order to gain edge points. I should probably start off with everybody with what infiltration is. Infiltration is a rule set in the Game Mastery Guide. Very good source book to have for Game Masters, but the infiltration system allows you to narratively go through what could be a very, very complex and long, drawn-out thing when you're looking to get the party to succeed at a very particular goal where maybe not stealth is the right word, but deceit... A misconception, sneaking around is definitely a part of it, maybe bribing some folks, this, that, and the other thing, to achieve their objective. Now, mechanically, each of the obstacles and challenges that they overcome are going to award them something called infiltration points. They will meet objectives when they reach enough infiltration points, assuming they don't first garner enough awareness points to make things more difficult. So basically, this whole chapter, the entire chapter, is done with the infiltration rules. The way that the infiltration works is that the first part is that preparations take place. You can commit activities or actions during a preparatory phase to give you something called edge points that you can use later on in the infiltration to make overcoming obstacles easier. Or you could just skip preparations and go straight into the infiltration. It's totally up to you. Generally, with the infiltration, you don't have to necessarily make all of the actions. The idea behind it, from a Game Master's perspective, is to hear what your party has to say about how they're going to gather information and then apply something using a template. It's a really, really simple template. As long as you got the DCs by level... Very, very simple to do. I'm running this from an adventure path, so I get a little more than just a template. It's much more easy for me in this. We'll see where we go with it. So I'm going to give these four a chance to kind of talk about what kind of preparations they want to do to discover information so that we can get into the infiltration side of it. So infiltration. Anybody have any ideas on what we're going to want to do to infiltrate this place? If only we had a ghost rogue still. Yeah, it seems like that would have been really helpful. That'd be really helpful. Dude, we're the worst. We're the worst at stealthing. How's that fucking horse gonna help us in this? The horse can collapse. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> <laughs> you just carry its bones around? Just throw it in a bag and carry it <laughs> That's fantastic. I love that. Yeah, we're gonna want to do some reconnaissance, I suppose. We can test that water like I talked about earlier. And by we, I mean kicks. Mm, Don't do it. <laughs> do not become one of these green zombie the fuckers. Only with, with craft. <laughs> oh, I see. I see. Uh, just to kind of give you a uh, quick rundown of like, yeah, really like options. options yeah. Like- uh, the ones that they give are create disguises, observe Pagkud, and watch the thinking. roads. Oh, okay. I hadn't thought of that. Observe and report. Yeah, I think watching the roads and observing Bagged like, would be good. Did they have an issue with this beyond me? 
Like, would they have let the other three just walk around? Or was it the fact that we're not green people? Hard to say. They, they were definitely pretty focused on the quick. Well, they didn't see Lucan as a vampire, so I could go in there just as me and see what happens. Because I have 20 minutes of Mimic Undead. Oh, do you? Well, I have two castings of it, which would be 20 minutes if we need, like, like if something were to come up. Because, I mean, like, the 10 that saw us wasn't, like, the town, right? Like, it just happened to be, like, the dudes at the inn. Yeah. Like, like, not so even it's not the like, inn. Just, sort of, right, like, guys just like, who were literally on their way to work. Right, yeah. Yeah. It's not like everyone's, like, got our fucking posters up and they know what we look like. Correct. Well, well and they just, as far as you know. like, were on their way to work or something like that, right? Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. like, middle of the night, maybe there wouldn't be as many people out. And, they'd... and they decided to harass a young man. <laughs> it's like the opposite of catcalling is what happened to me, and I feel violated. Yeah, it's probably not the card we should play. <laughs> Watch the roads? I don't know, like, yeah, see what's coming in. And you guys don't have to do these things separately from each other either. You can do them together. For now. For preparations. Later on, you might have individual things, but... We've got a couple ideas. So I think Sundrinker would be particularly good at watching the road because they're just a plant. And should be able to blend in pretty easily. Okay. I do want to try just going in as, as just Lucan by myself. Uh, and just see everybody's reaction. So I'm going to start there. That would take you straight into objective one and out of preparation. So we're going to have to hold what you're doing for that. Oh, so that wouldn't be called considered like preparation. observing Pat Ged? I suppose we could. That's all I want to do. I just I just want to go in and observe. Let's do that. Let, yeah, I, I'm, I'm okay with that. Yeah, let's do that. All right. Then for Lucan on the, his preparation on observing, give me a perception check. Okay. And you're going in at night? Yeah, I'd go in at night. I'm a vampire. That's, I think that'd be normal. Yeah. Um, 28. Okay, as you are in town, you notice that you are, in fact, like left alone for the most part. Nobody talks to you, but they leave you be. Sure. You're able to observe, and you actually rec- get to recognize some of the town's inhabitants and schedules going forward. It's pretty easy to discern that these undead are actually keeping daylight hours. Knowing what you know now about Virilex, that's probably because they're following the routines that they followed when they were quick. That makes sense. You get some good information on their schedules, and you get one edge point. Okay. Our Discord's going to be so full of edging and stuff. Oh, there's going to be so many (laughs) edging jokes. So much edge. I can't wait for it. Oh, it's going to be great. <laughs> so, yes, you do. You gain one edge point. Anything else? Uh, yeah, well, I'd, Sundricker at least would observe the roads. Watch the roads. Are you guys going to bother trying to create disguises for Kix? Or is Kix just going to rely on his casting of... Can we count that as creating a disguise? Like, for the purpose of these infiltration and edge points? Absolutely. I mean, there's no reason. I mean, I might... Well, I don't want to, like, put flesh on me, but, like... You could easily hide. I just hide my skin, right? Yeah. yeah. It's just, it's a deception check. Which I am not good at. I thought I was trained. Wrong character. I'll fucking deceive the shit out of these boys. Somebody else can make a disguise for you if somebody's better at deception. 
Yeah. I'm pretty good at deception, but I've already done my thing. No, you kicks would get the edge point if you succeeded. You do more? Okay. Can I'll make aid? a deception check. Yeah, you can absolutely aid. And I've got lots of clothing and makeup, just to be clear. You gain, actually, for this particular check without the aid, even rolling for it, you gain a plus one circumstance bonus on the check for each other character who is trained or better in deception that helps you. Nice. And they're cumulative. So, who's trained in deception? Shira. So, two. So, that means somebody makes the check and you get a plus one to the deception check. Okay. Are you making the check or am I, Shira? Uh, I thought I was rolling an aid. I rolled a 21. All right. I'll make my check. Oh, that was almost good. I got a 17. So that'll be an 18 with... Um, I should probably redo that, huh? Yeah, I'll use my hero point. I'll use my hero point and redo that. All right. Now I got a 24. 24. Okay. Then, Lucan, you actually managed to, uh, after your observation of the town, to put together plausible disguises for all four of you as residents of Pegged. And everyone gets one edge point, specifically for maintaining a cover identity. Uh, we'd have so, I'd have so much fun assigning everybody identities. All right, all right. You're going to be John Smith, and you're going to be from... Blah, blah, blah. They do have like, with really, it. really basic white man names, so... <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure I heard a Frank in there and then yeah, Frank, I know Ed. Ed. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And then uh, there was a watch the roads option, right? Yeah. Uh, Sundrick will be watching the roads. I'll make a perception check for that. All right. 32, not 20. Nice. So Sundrinker sees a, uh, a wagon being pulled by a large mechanical quadruped that resembles a gorilla. Sick. Into town. Oh, I need that to pull my fucking coffin. The wagon has a single driver, and it's an undead man with greenish, sickly skin. You can see from this distance. We'll get rid of him. You can choose to either let the wagon pass into town or intercept. Why would I want to intercept? Do I want to intercept? You can confront the driver if you would like, or you can let it pass into town. I don't think you'd want to intercept unless we were ready to do something. Yeah, no. Um, I might look for specific markings on the wagon so I can try and pick it out later on. Go ahead and give me a society check. I can do that. Badly. Oh, no. You are trained in it, Sundrinker. <laughs> ten. A ten is not enough. But you do spot, a, like, a scratch in the back where you could specifically find it. Yeah, something later on. Anything else that you want to do for preparation outside of actions that I provided? Any, you know, errant ideas that you might want to do? This is mostly things that you would do outside of town itself. No, nothing I can think of. Mm. Still think kicks could check the water. I could do that. I'm not drinking it, though. I can test it on... I think Spencer's averse to it because you've suggested that he drinks it every time. <laughs> or somebody Nobody suggested it, I should say. <laughs> somebody does. <laughs> My brain has suggested that you want me to drink it. <laughs> <laughs> Even if it's kicks himself. But yeah, I mean, if I'm outside of town, I can just check that out. So you'd be able to gather a sample. Yeah, go ahead and give me a crafting check. 22. 
A 22. So what you find in the sample is just kind of a slurry of poisonous shit between like the slag runoff from the the factories to actual poisons. Is there anything that you're looking for in particular? Everything kind of mixes together, but you might be able to determine something if you're looking for something specific. Like, I also tested the mind grit and all that shit, too, right? The brain that was grit the and the tremor yeah. past. Can I, like, dilute it to see if any of that shit's in here? You do detect traces of brain grit and tremor paste. In fact, that seems to be a, a larger component or a larger portion of what's in the water. I don't know how it helps, but now I have that information. I think it, all right. it helps but, us understand that the, that is basically what's going on here and what would happen yeah. if she was able, they were able to produce get this it across, and yeah. get it elsewhere. I mean, maybe that's what they're even producing now. Maybe that's what they're manufacturing is large quantities of this to ship elsewhere. Yeah, very well could be. So it might be a good idea to intercept any wagons that are going out of the city not necessarily in but out yeah we wouldn't want them to be we wouldn't want them to be missing a shipment in but they wouldn't notice a shipment out for a long time probably yeah and we don't want that shit getting out correct okay have we edged enough uh, i don't know have you i don't know i don't know how it works <laughs> how close am i tyler how close am i <laughs> close Well, let's then, uh, what do you say we, uh, start the operation? Let's do it. You gonna name it anything? Operation Edge. Operation Get In That Shit. (laughs) Alright, throw on the uh, zombie spy music as we go into phase one. Locate DeCrozia. Uh, locating DeCrozia is, uh, you would have to enter... Packed to do so. Do you have any ideas of how you're going to attempt to find her? Do you want to try to like say say something to one of the locals? Do you want to like poke through some official documents if you possibly can? Do you you know like pretend that you belong and start telling people what to do? What exactly do you want to try? Being representatives of a blood lord has worked in the past, but these guys don't seem to give a shit. Yeah, I don't seem to give a shit about Geb as a whole. Yeah, um, I would say we're from the exporters, and we're here to check on missing shipments. Um, yeah, we're here investigating missing shipments. That's my cover story. Okay, and where would you go to do that? Um, well, I would pretend like I'm new to city, which I am use my ignorance to my advantage and and kind of boss some people around and be like, alright, where are we going? What are we doing here? Alright, alright. So, would you approach somebody, are you going to the factory side of town or the residential side of town? From what we know of these hags, I would say they're probably more likely to be in the factory side of town. They seem to like to be hands-on. Okay. So... As you kind of get into that area of town, you find that there are a decent amount of clockwork patrols that are here. Uh, None that really stop you to do anything, uh, what have you, but uh, there are a decent number of them here. 
uh, as you approach one of the folks and one of the townspeople to try to, uh, you know, gather information, you're just asking where the boss is, or you're asking for where the Carter's Consortium is, or the Export League, or the Export Guild? I would do two. Now, I don't care about the Exporters Guild, but I do want to ask them where the Exporter Guild office is, mm-hmm. because we need to compare our numbers. Okay. Um, just as part of the cover story, I don't actually care. And then where do I go to talk to the boss? Okay. Go ahead and give me... What do you? What kind of check do you want to make for that? Uh, intimidate. Okay. Okay. Or would you prefer deception? Let's go deception. Honestly, up to you. However you want to approach the town people. I'm going to go deception. Deception is my better skill. Okay. Because I have a magic item that gives me a plus one. Nice. Yeah. And you are lying about being with the Carter's I am. I am lying about all of it. So, deception check. Okay, that could be worse. 26. Okay. Do I know? I don't know you. We, no, you do not know me. Oh, you're from out of town. I'm sorry. Are you with yes, somebody of important? Of course I'm with somebody important. What the fuck you think I'd be in Patkin okay. if I wasn't with somebody important? Okay, all right. I'm sorry. I'm Who sorry. the fuck would come to Patkin if they didn't have to? I, I, don't, I don't know. I don't know anybody from outside of Patkin. You're so exactly. Okay, Nobody's fine. fucking from outside fucking of Patkin in Patkin. Okay, all right. Then, jeez. Uh, all right. So, you want to go talk to Shroud at the Carter's Consortium? Shroud at the Carter's Consortium? All right, and gives gives directions, and and who's the boss then? De Cro De Croge is the boss. And where do I find De Croge? Huh? I I don't know exactly where you find De Croge, but she's in the factory. She's definitely in the factory. Very well, we'll find her and speak with her. Thank you for your assistance. Oh, can I go now? Yes. Get on with it. And I get on with it. Prick. Walks away. That's fun. Thought I'd throw a little bit of a little bit of odd in there. That was fun. That was fun. Uh so, um that was that was a, a, a thing. You got information. And two infiltration points. But we've also heard that Shroud's dead. Well, dead ish, probably. Oh, that's right, he's probably a green man. Do we uh, want to go try and talk to Shroud, or do we not care and just go to the factory and try and find Decrosia? I say we just go find Decrosia. Are we in agreement? Everybody good with that? To the factory, finding Decrosia. Like for a second there, it was just David talking to himself. Everybody in agreement? Yes. Mm-hmm. All right. Let's good. do it. Yep. All right. Great cool. <laughs> good plan. Good plan. Good plan. Go team. Go team. <laughs> As you're you're making your way through uh, the factory to try to locate Decrosia, do you realize that the the more in the factory areas that you get, the less likely that people are li- wanting to talk to you, and uh, you actually get a couple of a small group of folks who are starting to get a little anxious with you. I don't like these questions that you're asking. Do you? Who are you? We're with the exporters, and we're here to see about discrepancies. Nothing you have to worry about. You go see Shroud for that, not the boss. Well, we have our orders. It's to see the boss first, and I don't question orders. Well, I ain't going to be the one to tell you. Find some other schmuck to do it. You're questioning all... Fine. 
beaver, as it will. Is someone bothering you over there? Hey, I saw them asking questions earlier. This is our first visit to City. I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, alright, fine. Go down this street here, go two blocks, take a left, and the doors are on the right-hand side. The second set of doors, the double doors. And that's where we find Shroud or DeCrozier? Yeah, DeCrozier. I don't know, if somebody's there, they can tell you where it is. It's in that building, I don't know. Perception check, I don't believe them. Good. I get a 26 to try and determine if they're lying to me. I obviously lying to you. They're just trying to get you out okay. of your hair. Yeah. Uh, are you, are you, I'm sorry. Did you say we have made it into the factory or we are not yet in the factory? You're not like in the factory quote. The factory is like set like a bunch of run down rust colored buildings. And the uh, the areas are a lot of them just aren't in operation. So if you go like to the areas where some of the smoke is rising, you see Verilux walking in and out of decrepit and old buildings that aren't even in operation anymore from the looks of it. All right. Fine. I'll go see Shroud then. Did somebody tell us where Shroud was? The, uh, the exporters? Not necessarily these doors, These this weird random place they told us to go, but like where Shroud actually is. Uh, you, could, you, you found out earlier where the Carter's Consortium building is. All right. Yeah. Let's go there. Where's, let's go to the Carter's Consortium. Let's go see Shroud. Shroud seemed like an important person. He was name-dropped by our friend Ed. You know that there's a there's really only a couple of ways over to that, and you do have to cross the bridge, one of the bridges to get there, um, or just walk all the way around from outside of town. Which do you do? What was it? Um, timber and luck? Uh, girder, metal girders and luck. Metal girders and luck? Yep. Um... How long a walk is it around? I'd say Desna be with you, but I don't think she'd do that. Yeah, we'll go around. <laughs> so you walk around to get back into the right side, the right section. I got town. time. I got time. <laughs> Everyone's got time right now. As you're you're made your way around, it took a couple of hours. You get get back into the area. You're making your way down the street to get Make to my where way Shroud. Downtown. Get downtown. Uh, to where Shroud. You know where Shroud is. On one of the corners, you see another patrol, an automaton patrol. Uh, and something that I haven't pointed out yet, but probably is important, each time one of these get close, they're all holding rifles. Fucking rifles? The automaton clockwork sh- automatons are all carrying rifles. And they don't look like they're of You're bad introducing quality. guns and gears? I'm a gunslinger. Guns gun. and gear? Into my Bloodlords campaign? Yeah, we're right in the border of Alkenstar, man. True. In fact, you heard a rumor that DeCrozier has been making very high-quality weapons. Or that, not DeCrozier, Paquette has been exporting very high-quality weapons recently. Uh, yeah, we, uh, okay, I'm not, con- I, I act as though I'm unconcerned by this guard. Right. I'm acting as though I completely belong here. Right, right, Definitely. Uh, and then one of the Virilex comes up and said, That's the one! That's the one was asking about the boss! And the automaton clockwork shoulders... They pull out the rifles, and they immediately pull them up to aim at you, and I need initiative from everyone. Initiative? We failed our investigation, our interrogation. We are the worst. Yeah, we're no good at this infiltration stuff. <laughs> we asked too many questions. At the top of round one. Gigs. One, 
one of the clockwork riflers actually gets the drop on the party as they're walking down the street and this one Virilek points Lucan out of the crowd. Out of all the people he points out, is Lucan the one that actually wasn't here? <laughs> the one that was doing the questioning. Lucan was oh, okay. doing the questioning. Okay. <laughs> but he wasn't there was, earlier. Was my uh, horse able to be hidden in this? In this uh, or is that, is that too obvious? In the disguise? I don't know. You could probably get away with it. Let's get perdition in here. I want to be on my damn horse for once. Hell yeah. <laughs> Lucan's getting targeted and shot with a double-barreled musket. I do not like that. That's not cool. So, bang. Bang! Biggity bang! And <laughs> shoot, shoot, shoot. <laughs> you fucking <dead>. <laughs> <laughs> Say bang. Bang. Bang, 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 bang. Oh, shit. Uh... That horse is fucking massive. <laughs> you mean the large horse? It's so it seems big. so big for some reason. <laughs> I think we need to determine this is long. This is long? That's such a it, fat horse. Didn't we break down like long or yes? Uh, Just a ten foot wide oh. horse. Yeah, yeah, it's definitely long. Like versus tall. Like when we were trying to figure out if things could fit. Or had I think it was if they had reach or not. It was like reach. The, yeah, they differentiated between long or tall. Lucan, does a twenty-eight hit? Yeah, of course it does. Does it? Okay. What is it? Uh, uh, it crits even. Oh, it's a critical hit. Good. Is it because you're flat-footed? Jesus. Thirty-seven damage. That's a fucking plus sixteen. Jesus Christ. Are we dead? And fatal D10 on the double barrel musket. And it did pull both triggers at once. I don't remember you hearing you say that before rolling the damage. Oh, okay, all right. Before rolling your your attack. (laughs) Alright, 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 fine. Then instead of just adding a weapon damage dice, Lucan will get shot a second time. Alright, is he taking less damage then? 13 on the second attack. That would miss. That would miss. Okay. Clockwork. Rifler uses its third action to begin to reload the musket. Double-barreled musket. Shara, it's your turn. Okay, so I will use an action to give it two actions, and we will use the gallop action, which is command strides twice at a plus 10 foot circumstance bonus to speed which doesn't make a difference because it's got 35 so i could have moved 60 anyways okay so that's first action was to do that second action i will attempt my dread marshal stance and to do that make an intimidation check get a 29 which is a success all right all right the I gain the Jed Marshall's aura. The 29 is not a critical success, so I do not gain, I don't get the increased size. And then third action, I'm going to attack this dude. So Sherrick comes galloping down the street on perdition. I got a 33 to hit. A 33 hits? Okay. So that'll be 15 flashing damage. Slashing damage. Wait, no, hold right. on. Did it add the. Oh, it's got the Dread Marshal stance in there. Okay, it's got a 13. Nice. So it 13. Automatically added. Of that 13, it takes 8. 
Yeah, I can kiss my ass. That takes us to Luca. It's your turn. All right. First action tandem movement. And Lucan is going to like start by getting behind the corner because that hurt and was scary. And Suntrick is going to get to here. Action two. Uh, I think uh, I'm tempted to just battle medicine. It was a big hit. It was a big hit. Yeah, I'm going to use act together. Lucan will use one action to battle medicine. And I succeed. I get 2d8. So I will heal myself a total of 11 or 10. With their action from Act Together, Sundrinker will continue to move forward. And with my third action, Sundrinker will continue to move forward. We'll get up right in between these guys. Okay. Okay. So Sundrinker moves into flanking between the two. Or like. Sundrinker oh, is Oh, no, we'll, we'll go past. We'll go there. We'll go to there. Oh, oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. I go between them and a little bit behind them. Got it. Got it. All right. Sorry, my map wasn't far enough over. No, that's okay. That's okay. Then that takes us over to Arius. It's your turn. Arius starts moving towards the enemies. Fuck, I have to use all three actions to get up there. Uh, I use three actions to get into... Flanking with Sundrinker on the southern enemy. All three actions from Arius there. That takes us over to the uh, Rifler that did not go last time around. Now that he's got Arius and Sundrinker up in his face, he's actually going to... He's going to use his first action to stab at Arius with the bayonet that is at the end of his rifle. Arius does a 33 hit. Yeah. Not a critical, though, right? Nope. Okay. That deals you 10 points of piercing damage. Then the rifler takes a five-foot step out of the flanking position. What a jerk. And then fires on Arius with the rifle. Just a single barrel. And rolls very poorly. 17 to hit. Yeah, it's a miss. All right. That takes us to the bottom around one. Kicks. To your turn. Woo! Can't wait till I have reach and I can... Fucking attack of opportunity him on that. I will cast. Let's see, the one that is next to Shara in Perdition, I will target with a telekinetic projectile. Gosh, that's such a crazy range that you get with that improved cantrip. Yeah. Sixty feet now. Yeah, I took the even though I am a silent whisperer at level Eight, I took, I mean, level six, I took parallel breakthrough to get telekinetic projectile. If anyone's curious. So, yeah, I have a 60-foot movement speed. Um, and you know what? We're just going to amp it, too, because I don't like these guys. Amped? What kind of damage? Well, let's see if you hit first. Well, let's just say I, it's a big, I throw a rock at it. I'm sure there's some rocks around. This town doesn't look very clean. Rocks everywhere, man. Or maybe a loose metal bar. Also easy to find. So we'll just Although say bludgeoning. The, uh, the clockwork soldiers cannot get tetanus. You would. How about a 30 to hit? A 30 hits. 26. 26 bludgeoning damage as a rebar smashes him upside of his head. Wait, it didn't do that math, right? What do you mean? I didn't. Uh, it's There's two more D6s. Oh. 
I didn't add the. Oh, I changed you the didn't amp it. I changed the distance, but I never changed the in my amp thing. So six more damage. So ah, thirty-two. Gotcha. So thirty-two total. Yeah, because the amp changed the height into two d six instead of one d six. Got it. Got it. So thirty-two bludgeoning damage. Yeah. All right, that does get reduced down to 27, but it takes a good chunk of that damage. And this rifler is now about half down on its health as it's got a bunch of dents all over it, and it is, you know, squealing as it's moving. Some of its parts are interfering. Then after kicks, that takes us to the top of round two. Now for the rifler that is currently being uh, attacked by Shara and uh, with Sundrinker nearby. They use their first action to stab at Shara with the bayonet. Gets a 21 to hit. That misses. And then five foot steps away. Then with its third action, yes, shoots at Shara. Did it reload? It did it reload at once the end of the last round. Okay. So this is the only barrel it has, but 31 to hit. Um... 31 hits, then take 16 points of damage. Crits on those things are so vicious. I use Selfish Shield to reduce that. Okay, so down to 11 damage? By 5. Then that takes us over to Shara. It's your turn. Okay. I will use an action to give my mount two actions. First action will be a move up five feet, and then it will, I don't know, I guess, kick it? Kick at him? Alright. Fuck, 23 misses. 23 does miss. Yeah, I thought I was going to hit him. Alright, so my second action will be to strike at this stupid robot looking dude. I'm going to get a 34 to hit. A 34 is a critical hit. Hell yeah. Which means perdition missed by one. Um, can this thing be frightened? Yeah, uh, you would have to make a recall knowledge to know, or you could just use the action and find out. No, I mean, I mean, it is being frightened if it can be. <laughs> oh, I see, I see, I see. Okay. Because Dread Marshal's stance, uh, when you or an ally in the aura critically hits an enemy with a strike, that oh, enemy is right. frightened one. That's right. Uh, no, is not frightened. Cannot be frightened. Okay. Can it be critical? <laughs> that it can be. It can be critically hit. Okay. Critical damage incoming. Ooh, fives and nice. sixes. Holy crap. Uh, 34 damage. All right. It takes 29 of that. But that clockwork rifler, that's not going to last much longer at this rate. It can't even move its limbs without its dented armor getting in the way. Uh, third action will be to raise my shield. Raise it up. Lucan. It's your turn. Yeah. Action one, Sundrinker is going to use Tendril Strike to reach out and smack the one that Shara just hit. And we'll use Bludgeoning? Bludgeoning. And this is with this is with Sundrinker, right? Sundrinker, yeah. Get a 24 to hit. 24 hits. We will deal 13 bludgeoning damage. Bad, not bad, but not enough. It's still standing, though barely. Okay, now... Oh, how do I want to play this? 
Yeah, no, yeah, no. Tandem movement. Lucan's gonna like pop his head around, and Sundrinker is going to move step to the uh, southwest next to Arius, and then attack this one down here with my map. All right. Bludgeoning again. Get a 20 to hit and miss. And 20 misses. All right. I'm done. That takes us over to Arius. It's your turn. Uh, first action, I guess I'm going to step up to this guy and finally actually do something. Yay. Kill those cold <laughs> bodies. Yep, second action. Actually, do I have any feats? It's been so fucking long since I used Arius, I feel like. No, I don't got shit. I'm a fucking cleric. What am I thinking? <laughs> swing heel. Swing heel. Yeah, that's basically <laughs> it. Okay. Yeah, I take a swing. <laughs> oh, God, that's terrible. That did go very poorly. Um, I mean, it's probably going to be the only thing we're doing tonight, right? It's already past 11. I'm just going to fucking hero point that then. Nice metagaming. Seriously? I was so close to a 19. Go fuck yourself, Foundry. Uh, 22. 22 misses. Third action, I take another swing. Here comes the net 20. You got it. Terrible. Fuck. Uh, move on. I did nothing. I don't exist. I collapse. <laughs> <laughs> That's a reaction, right? Yeah. If I get crit, I'm so ashamed of myself, I just crit myself. <laughs> <laughs> well, that takes us over to the one that uh, just got done dodging all three of, well, both of Arius' swings. So it's going to take its sh- second barrel shot on Arius. I will take an attack of opportunity on it. It is in melee range right now. I get a 31 to hit. A 31 hits. I will deal it. Mm, nine bludgeoning damage. Oh, I have attack of opportunity as well. It's this guy right in front of me, right? Yeah, I'm taking a swing. Fuck yeah. Yep. Do Come better. on, roll something. Oh, 28 Yay. to hit. There we yeah, go. Yeah, that'll do it. Arius hits. Arius did something. Oh, God, those D12s. Not a bad damage roll. Uh, 23 damage. 23. Solid. All right. Well, it takes that shot. This is on uh, shot on Arius here. Arius a... Uh, oh, roll the three on the Ooh. die for 21 to hit. Now, it, re- it can't really... It's not going to incur attacks, but it's going to reload both barrels of its musket. That takes us to the bottom of round two. Kicks. It's your turn. I move here. Um, these guys are both looking pretty beat up, right? Uh, well, the one to the north, the rifler to the north is really the one that's near death. The one at the south has not taken nearly as much damage. But the one to the north is like on its last legs. To aid or not to aid? Um, yeah, I'll just try to kill the one up top. Okay. With, uh, yeah, we'll just throw another telekinetic projectile at Just do a normal one this time. No amp? All right. Ouch. You know I'm re-rolling that. Mm-hmm. Oh, speaking of meta, that bitch. <laughs> you know, it's still oh. garbage. All right. Uh, yeah, that's all I got. Oh, that sucks. 16 misses, and that takes us to the top of round three. The clockwork rifler that is almost done for. It doesn't have any more ammunition, but it is going to reload. 
with its first two actions. Shara, do you have attack of opportunity? Nope. You do not. So it reloads both barrels, points it up to Shara, and unloads both of them in a single shot. Cocoon. Oh, rolled a three on the die? Wow, I hit. thought that was going to be the 19. I was like, fuck. <laughs> that looked like a crit there because it adds an additional fatal damage die. Um, It wouldn't have been a crit. Oh, maybe. I suppose I don't know what your plus is. Actually, it probably would have been. Yeah, it would have been. Yep. That would have hurt. Uh, Well, that's its turn. Third action was its only shot. Shara, it's your turn. Well, we will take an action to try to kill this dude, I guess. And get a four. Ah, 19 will miss. Uh, Hero point! <laughs> Everyone's I guess like, we'll follow suit and re-roll <laughs> using a hero point. Still probably roll a shitty. Oh, no, 28. Hey, hero point did something. That'll do it. And that's one of three that, that was uh, oh, successful there. Shitty, oh. shitty damage. Tendon. Kick it, kick it in the face. That is not quite enough to bring it down. That resistance is rough. It takes five damage. I don't even think the horse can deal damage to it. Well, what's the horse's uh, maximum damage? I suppose. It's probably... Including strength? Nine. I think nine. Nine would put this thing in the dirt. You just gotta roll max and hit it. So just do that. Hit it, roll max. Good luck. 17. Well, I'll give it two actions. And roll really, really badly with both. Wow. <laughs> um, third action, I raise my shield. All right. Then after Shara, that takes us over to Lucan. It's your turn. Okay. Tandem movement. Sundricker gets back to being right in between both of them. And Lucan gets close enough to be able to target both of them within 30 feet. Act together for my second and third actions. Lucan will cast Electric Arc. Reflex saves from both of them. Both, huh? Watch it heals them because they're automatons. Yeah, it makes them faster or some bullshit. Alright, so it looks like we've got a 29 and a 33. Well, that's a success and a critical success. So (laughs) one of them will take half of 13. So one of them takes six and the other takes nothing. Alright, well, the one that failed is the one that was almost down from before. And it it only had three hit points left. But the electricity courses through their mechanical bodies and it takes an additional damage from the electric. The opposite of what I was worried about. All right, for their single action from Act Together, Sundrinker will attack the one to the south. And we got one pile of scrap metal. Oh, that's in that one. That one won't do it. And then with my third action... Oh, no, that was, that, was it, that, was it, that was it. That was it. That's all I got. All right, that takes us over to Arius. It's your turn. Hit him, buddy. Mm. Sorry, you're not my buddy. You don't like me. You're... Skeleton. We're best friends. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> God damn it. I was so close to a nat 20. Um, 21 to hit. 21 misses. I'm just going to keep fucking swinging. I don't care anymore. Swing. Let, let swing. Swing. 18 to hit. Move on. <laughs> That's rough, dude. That's rough. Poor Arius. It feels like sprinkles sometimes. Poor Arius. And I'm a cleric. I'm not supposed to hit <laughs> things, right? Like... <laughs> 
This one uses two interact actions to reload. First barrel, second Damn. barrel. First action, second action. This is where you shine, Artemis. Smack. You say smack, but watch this nat one. Uh, 24 to hit. Hits on the nose. Apparently, you can only hit on attack opportunities. Just attack opportunities. Yeah, 20 damage. 20 damage. Just gotta build around that more. I I just need to. I just need to cast spells on my turn, and then the the attacks of opportunities will actually hit things. Right? I'm I'm a caster. I keep forgetting that. Why am I? Why am I swinging my sword over my actions? Like that's. It's nonsense. Honestly. Not a bad idea. <laughs> All right. Well, then after its two reload actions, it uses its third action to, you guessed it, unload both barrels at Arius. Is it not dead? It says it's dead. It got confused for some reason, but okay. no, it's not dead. Ah, oh, I rolled a nat <laughs> one. Rough. Kicks. It's your turn. Bottom around three. All right. Reflex save. It rolled okay. 37. Or, sorry, 27. 7 damage. Bludgeoning. 2 damage. burst. Hell yeah. Bludgeoning. And then I choose to aid. And I'm done. Alright, then after kicks, that takes us to the top of round 4. Top of round 4. Shara, it's your turn. Um, I'll give Perdition two actions. First one will be to move. And second one will be to uh, attack this one. I'm going to move into flanking with Arius. All right. You get a plus two. Um, 21 won't do it. <laughs> Ooh, that will not do it. Shy but by one. Flat-footed. Shy by one. It's, it's, it is. It is listed as flat-footed. It has 24 AC. Flat-footed gave it a 22. 21 misses. But that was just the horse, right? That was just the horse. Oh, that was a horse? I didn't want to fucking do it to the horse. I did not aid a horse. <laughs> you did not want to aid perdition? <laughs> I did not aid a horse. I aid oh, Shara. Oh, okay. All <laughs> so right. I have a then. plus two to Shara. <laughs> I can't even aid horses. What am I going to do? Psychically tell it it did a good job? That's a good point. It's, it's mindless. Also mindless. You can't really do that. Yeah, there that's go. a good point. I get a 31. We'll, we'll let the we'll let the aid go through on on Sh- on Shara here. So I almost made it be a plus? crit. It's plus two. It was a plus two. Yeah. I already have the plus two in there though. Ah, you oh, did. I okay. see. Okay, okay, okay. Thirty-one. All right. Yeah, thirty-one hits. It's a deal that seventeen damage. Solid. And let's see. Give it two actions. I attacked once. Third action. We will raise that shield. Raise it up, Lucan Hollow. It's your turn. Cool. Well, let's just electric Arkham to start with. Two actions act together. Because that worked so well last time. It really did. Reflex save, please. All right. That's a 28. Well, it succeeds, so it'll take half, but then more. Uh, So half of nine is four. And it takes basically nine. Because it it takes five more damage from electricity, so might as well have saved. So... Yeah, I've been doing that multiple attack penalty wrong already. Have you? You and your mount fight as a unit. Consequently, you share a multiple attack penalty. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so, all right, so it's not exactly like a companion. So it's not exactly but, the same as a companion. 
I mean, so I guess from now on you just don't attack with the horse because it's not yeah, does yeah. do any I damage. Just, <laughs> I, do I was just gonna that. say it's not like anything would have changed. Oh, it really if you took everything it into else. Isn't that the same way with the summoner too? Summoner works that way, yeah. Yeah, summoner oh. works that way as well. Yeah, summoner. Oh, that's different. why you cast a spell. That's why I use a spell that has a save rather There's than a no spell that has a target. fucking way the druids and a companion shared a map. I was gonna say, did we misinterpret? I mean, this gem. is specifically under mounted attacks, so. But well, this thing's almost dead. Let's not get too derailed. <laughs> oh, okay. So the the spike, the difference on that is, if I chose to ride him, we do. But your your companion attack do not increase your map unless you're riding it. Ah. So if you if you're a druid with a mount, it changes everything. But interesting. Except very interesting. So sorry guys, I was doing that wrong, but really wouldn't have made a difference. First came up with perdition and you're cheating. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, well then. Sundricker moves up five feet and then uses my third action to attack. And we'll get. Ah, oh, 22 to hit. 22 miss. will miss. I'm done. Arius, it's your turn. <sighs> okay. I just started swinging. I started <laughs> so I started blasting. Yeah, that's three. That's three misses in a row. That's a seventeen, a sixteen, and a seventeen. So you can just move on. How does it's that fine. keep happening to you, man? It's just not my night. It's fine. I accept like you. it. I'll see you. Ne- I'll see you next week. It's cool. You're not even a threat anymore. Like the, this thing has no reason. Whoa, bro! Don't hey, say. hey! hey. <laughs> Attacks of opportunity. Attacks of opportunity. Oh yeah, that's true. Thing. That's true. Yeah, that's true. Just watch me kill you on this one. <laughs> I was gonna say uh, we are going to incur one because it is going to unload both barrels on Shara for the hit that she dealt him. And I fucking missed. Yeah, you tried. Sundry girl hit. 17, 16, 17, 19. Oh my god. Sundrinker will hit. And you now. Sundrinker crits. Oh, that's oh, Sundrinker. Thank god. That's such bad critical. damage. There you go. 26, 26. damage on that critical. Oh, is it enough? Please kill it. <laughs> is enough to <laughs> smash it into scraps. Congratulations. Ah, level 6. Attack of opportunity. <laughs> hey guys, one more level and I can do what I built this whole character around. I'm so excited. Nice. <laughs> one more level, that's it. Yeah, that's when I get whisper. Yeah, the next level's big for me too. Next level Sundrinker actually gains reach. So that's gonna be really Ooh, big. That's gonna make a big difference. And that means when I do my tendril, lash tendril, it'll actually go ten feet or uh, fifteen feet rather than just ten. Well, then let's uh, just close this one out real quick, then. Uh, With the clatter of metal on the streets echoing off of the rusted-out buildings, you notice that the streets are now completely empty. There's nobody nearby. No green people? No green people. Just an empty alley nearby. Let's duck into this. Let's duck into this tavern here to uh, heal up. And there's a bunch of people in the tavern. Just nobody in the streets. <laughs> nobody in the street, tons of people in the tavern. Yep, the, there's ragtime music going on, and then it, it stops as soon as you walk in. <laughs> but you heard nothing until you walked through the door. <laughs> so 
we've made it to Packhead and nobody likes us here. We've got ornery green people and robots with guns. But hey, at least we're not underwater anymore. How will our edging and infiltration proceed? Find out next time as we continue Blood Lords. And until then, may you have many great adventures of your own. It's your turn.